You're listening to Just the Tips, the podcast, featuring John Evans. Welcome. This is episode three of Just the Tips, the podcast dedicated to the history, future, and intimate day-to-day details of barmanship in the city of New York. This week's guest comes all the way from the lovely state of Arizona. Tell me your name and what celebrity of all celebrities you would have a baby with. My name is John Evans. Thank you uh, for having me on your show today. It's an honor and a pleasure. Of course. I would love to have babies with Tilda Swinton. I don't know if you know her. She's an older woman. Tilda Swinton. I, I don't know Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Uh, let me choose one that you might know. Well, no, um, go go. tell me a little bit more Tilda about Swinton, Tilda Swinton. Uh, you know what? I don't have much to say. Um, check her out. She's an older woman. She may be in her 70s. Oh. I'm not sure she can still produce children, but she's my dream girl. Um, she's been a dream of mine since uh, I was 12 or 13. And really? I hope to meet her one day, and I hope to, uh, I hope to have her baby. Well, you better get on that. If I uh, know she's getting up there. If you want to make it happen, she's getting up there for sure. Um, so why do you bartend? Um, I bartend because uh, I haven't really been able to follow my my dreams yet here, and bartending is kind of an easy way to to keep things going while I live here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like people. I don't like talking to them. I don't like getting to know people that I don't connect with. But the money is there, and uh, that's pretty much all I care about um, while I'm at work. I mean, that's a that's a interesting uh, a little dilemma. harsh, but well, I, I'm, uh, I'm calling saying, it like I see it. So. If uh, you know, if if you don't like people and you have to deal with them every day, mm. bartending doesn't doesn't seem like the it's incredibly the ideal, stre- uh, it's incredibly uh, stressful. Um, I work in an area of town where I really don't see eye to eye with anyone. Where do you work? I work in the Lower East Side. Um, okay. It's kind of a fraternity and sorority haven, and I just I'm constantly annoyed by people that. I just see interacting and uh, I just kind of have to shake my head and uh, bear it. Is there anything in particular that, that, that bothers annoys me? you? or yeah? <clears throat> anything in particular? Um, or is it just people? Humans? Human, humans in general. It's hard for me to meet somebody that I like. But as far as these, these bar goers, they just... They don't know how to drink. They don't know how to order. They've never worked in this industry. So the way they act is incredibly foolish and stupid and embarrassing. So so let's let's do a little role play. I'll be the uh, patron Oof. and, and uh, how would you interact with me? So, hey, hey, Mr. Barman. Uh, what can I get you? I don't have... Uh, lychee juice. I can't make you a lychee martini. I don't have cranberry juice, so I'll stop you there. Could I have a beer? Yes, I have three beers. Um, 
none of which are PBR or Budweiser. Um, Do you have Bud Light? I don't have any light beers. Like I said, I don't have any Budweiser. Could I have a Corona? I don't have Corona. I have these three beers on this list here. I don't know if you can read, but here you go. Once again, right there in front of you, the three beers I have. Where's your cocktail menu? Cocktails are right under there, uh, under the heading titled Cocktails. See that there in bold? Okay, I'll just have a beer. You could pick one. Here you go. Here's an IPA. Thanks. See, that wasn't that bad. You, you, were, you were cordial. Yeah, but imagine that happening a hundred times in an hour. I mean, you know, I guess it depends on your... your... Was, I, was I nice? Did I... Yeah, that was nice. Was I pleasant? Maybe a little tinge of sarcasm <laughs> right, in your right. answers, but it, it wasn't horrible. What makes a good bartender? What in your What makes your a good mind? bartender? You really need to be a people person, and I'm constantly aware of my struggle with that. Mm. Like I said, I don't I don't enjoy the company of people mm-hmm. that I don't like and have to pretend to like. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think a good bartender has to have that quality of just talking to people. Talking. And I go to <laughs> bars where where bartenders do that and I'm kind of jealous of that ability that I don't have. I can't pretend, you know. I, I, I mean, can't pretend. I guess not. But at least you're honest about it. Have you ever thought about computer programming? Every day I think about sitting at a desk in a dark room, not having to talk to anybody. Problem is, um I'm pretty sure in New York as a bartender, I would do much better financially sticking with bartending as opposed to starting an entry-level computer job Mm -hmm. like i said i have a bunch of hopes and dreams what are those hopes and dreams um i i want to produce electronic music that allows me to live in other countries around the world and travel i don't want to perform live which is a problem because i mean you know you could you could produce like you said yeah um but you know it's I guess it's tougher than I planned, but I'm still trying, so we'll see. Um, I'm not saying I'm miserable bartending. Mm-hmm. I've kind of accepted it as my career, and I'm I'm learning a lot. I'm I've been making cocktails since I moved here, and it's fun to be creative in that sense, and mm-hmm. you know make money off that. It's kind of a an emotional release, and it's it's an artistic release to to be able to make something great for somebody. Mm -hmm. But um, I much prefer keeping my head down, following recipes, memorizing Mm -hmm. things, and not having to look up and see all the awful people that I'm serving. So uh, I've noticed that uh, there's there's kind of two two different sets of, of, of types of bartenders. On the one hand, you have, you know, quick... Uh, open a beer, pour a shot, serve, move on to the next 500 people. On the other hand, you have uh, more artisanal uh, bartenders that create drinks and create cocktails and, and really uh, get into the, the nitty-gritty of, of, of creating a drink. And it sounds to me that you're on this, the second half of things, the, the more intimate, I guess, if you want to call it that. And... Um, it's more likely that that type of bartender will be in a bar uh, 
where there's five people that you really have to talk to and and kind of so how do you how do you deal with that as opposed to being in the type of bar where you just well, serve a bunch of drinks and, and go, go on to the next person yeah i like a balance between those two types of bartenders you mentioned there's a bartender that just pops beers and makes one-in-one, you know, Jack and Coke vodka soda. Mm. And there's that cocktail bartender who's serving five people an hour standing behind a bar where you basically are forced to interact with someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm currently at a bar that is high volume and cocktail-based, so mm-hmm. I get the best of both worlds, I guess. So you don't have to talk to anybody and you can make drinks. I should talk to people. Mm. But I'm so busy most of the time that I'm not look I'm not frowned upon for for keeping my head down because I'm trying to keep up with the demand. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. I've been a one-in-one bartender before and I felt kind of like a robot and mm-hmm. in that sense I didn't like that either. You so wanted to kind of create a drink I for... wanted to be creative as much as I could. Um so yeah, I've, I've found the perfect balance, but I'm not sure I can do it for much longer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And on, on certain nights, if it is slow, say you're working a Monday, yeah. how, how do you deal with that? How do you keep your cool? Well, um, I may have a couple cocktails myself on, the, on those nights mm-hmm. uh, to keep things interesting. And to be honest... I, if I loosen up a bit, I don't mind talking to people. I'd rather talk to somebody, even though I really, really don't want to, than be silent because mm-hmm. that's just awkward. And if I have to stand behind a small bar facing somebody, um, I might as well talk to them. That's where the the liquor comes in because it kind of allows me to be more open and have a little more fun with whoever is in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um have you ever, uh, on a slower night, or not even, someone caught your eye and uh, and you took them home? There have been many an occasion where I have done that, uh, Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking about one in particular. It was a slow night, beautiful girl at the bar, making eyes at me. Mm-hmm. I'm serving her drinks. I'm hooking her up. We're taking shots. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, it's closing time. She slides her number on a piece of paper over to me. Oh. We meet up after I close. We have a romantic night together. Um, I stumble home. Never mm-hmm. s- never seen her since. Uh, I haven't some, seen her since. Stumble home the next morning. Stumble home the next morning. Mm-hmm. Stumble home the next morning. Feeling great. Um, it was a good night. It was a great night. Uh, Memorable. Let's just call her E. E. Um, I ran into her again recently. Um, she didn't remember me, which is fine. I'm not offended, but uh, it happens. It was great. It was, I I just you were giving her brought free back all the memories. I was giving her a few drinks. Yeah, yeah. I was giving her a few drinks, and actually, I, I take take it back. It hasn't really been multiple times. It was. I don't think I've taken anyone else home. Just that one, this one time. person. Yeah, just this one time. It made it very memorable. E. E. Um, if you're listening, E, I miss you. I'd, li- I'd like to see you again. Maybe have a drink. Um, or a few. Or a few. And uh, go from there. had a great time with you. I think she, she heard you. I, I'm sure she did. What's your favorite drink to make? 
My favorite drink to make. Um, I really like classic cocktails. Mm-hmm. Which I like. In- s- which in- includes uh, well, uh, old fashioned, old fashioned Manhattan, Manhattan Negroni, mm-hmm. Sazerac. I like stirred drinks. I like stirring drinks for some reason. That's the most pleasant feeling while I'm behind the bar. Um, to get to get a really like smooth stir down, especially with multiple drinks at the same time. I can kind of sit and stir and think about my life, and that's that's a lot of fun. I like I really like Negronis. I like drinking them, mm-hmm. so I love making them. I love making them perfect for somebody. Um, and and what what would your recipe for a perfect Negroni be? For my ideal Negroni, it's uh, it's a one 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 ratio. Mm-hmm. So one sweet vermouth, one Campari, one gin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, stirred with a twist on the rocks. So just simple. Simple, classic. However, I really like to mix it up. I like to mix things up. Mm-hmm. Another thing I didn't mention. Um, I love to think outside the box. So I like to replace the gin with tequila. I think a tequila Negroni is a great idea. It's a fun drink and it's delicious. Um, you should give it a try. How about Maybe mezcal? I'll- Mezcal Negronis are great too. You know, throw some Mezcal in there. Nice smoky Negroni. Perfect, perfect drink uh, for me. Nice. And nice and refreshing for spring. Very refreshing. It's a spring drink. Um, You can even infuse the Mezcal with some spice. Mm. Uh, Spicy Negronis are always fun. So how did you get into bartending? What was your first experience like? Did you do bar back? Did you... you I bartended in college at a cocktail bar. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I went to college in a smaller town, so it wasn't the hardest job to get. And then when I moved to New York, I had to start over. I had to bar back here. But I only bar backed for about six months before I got moved up to bartender. Mm-hmm. And since then, I bartended about, at about 15 places in New York because I like to keep things places. fresh. Yeah, That's, 15 How long 15 have you been bars. here? I've been here for four years. <laughs> that's an impressive uh, resume right there uh, I, yeah I like to wander around a bit um, I only was forced to leave one uh, place but most of the jobs I've had I've left by choice that was a dark time that was a very dark time it happens you I just got I just gotten back from from some travels in Paris and uh, spent all my money of course mm-hmm. and came back to to no job so that was a lot that was a lot of fun mm-hmm. so when you were barbacking uh when you first got to new york and needed to to kind of work up to bartender um i feel like barbacking bar as opposed to bartending barbacking you see more of kind of what goes on on the opposite side of the bar and i was wondering if during that experience you had any particular particularly memorable stories or um, episodes with with um, interactions with with employee other employees or customers. While I was barbacking, if I had any fun stories, mm-hmm. um, you know, since barbacking was my first job in New York, mm-hmm. I was kind of enchanted with the idea that I was behind a bar in the city that I was. I had become, I had fallen in love with through movies and, 
and just what it, the picture I painted in my head. So I was really excited and felt fresh and new. And I liked observing the other New York bartenders I was working with. Um, so I think I don't have any fun stories to share, but I really, I think that was my high point um, because that's when I was most excited to get to know the, the bar scene and the people and um, I actually think I was, yeah, the, I don't really know what else to say about that. Barbeck, it was four years ago. So much has happened since then. So mm-hmm. nothing in particular stands out. But So coming off that, I mean, what advice would you give to a, a, a new recruit from, you know, another state, another country coming to the city, hoping to make a make a living here and maybe pursue something creative what would you tell that person um kind of just starting out behind the bar yeah well yeah if you're gonna start as a bar back just uh work hard um prove to your coworkers that you want it and you want to work for it bar backing is much more difficult than bartending i think mm-hmm. um which for a reason you know it's every bar back wants to be a bartender so you got to put in the time and work for it so work hard and and you'll get there if it's really what you want being that you've been working in the industry in a while uh what's the the grossest thing that's ever happened or that you've seen the grossest thing i've seen while bartending um I I have to watch a lot of people uh, make out right in front of me, three feet from my face. And, you know, I don't want to do that. Um, If I want to watch two people make out, I will um, turn on my computer and uh, pick and choose. Uh, It is that simple these days. It's that simple these days. There's a lot of options out there. Um, The grossest thing I've seen, though, is... Uh, I worked at a club, a dirty club in Manhattan and uh, it was a slow beginning of the shift and two people were were actually having sex in the hot tub. Really? You had a hot tub? There was a hot tub, which was a terrible idea. I would recommend not going in a hot tub if there's one in the bar you're at. It's A hot tub in a bar, that's pretty uh, impressive. Yeah. I'm not going to name the place, but... um, it's in a hotel. Great views, but there is a hot tub that people have sex in. And it's it was, a dirty, you, dirty time. You said it was at the beginning of the shift. Yes. What time is that? Beginning of that shift was 8 because it was a club. It was open late, so I, I was able to get there. 8 o'clock at night. Yes. Having sex in the hot tub. Sex in the hot tub. And I was serving the drinks that were loosening them up to mm-hmm. make such a decision. Did did they stay in the club or did they? They they may have stayed. Um, the problem is they were the only two in there at the time, so oh. couldn't help but watching, mm-hmm. and I couldn't take my eyes off of it, even though I hated it. I hated it. It was disgusting. But you kind of loved it. But I kind of liked it. Yeah, it was a dirty good time uh, for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, thank you, John, for being thank, here today. Thank you again for having me. It's been a a fun time. It's been a wild ride today. Of course.